Welcome back to Total Party Kill, the podcast where people on the internet play role-playing games for your amusement. I am Tony Sindelar. I will be your dungeon master for this adventure. And when I say your, I don't mean you listeners. I mean other people. Uh, joining me as often is Jason Snell. Hi, Jason. Hi, Tony. Are we playing D&D again? I thought we should. The problem is that most of the people that I normally play D&D with are, well, they've sent me some notes. Um, Dan Morin says I sing too often. Um, Micah says I don't sing enough. Um, Steve says I always, my turns take too long and I mark pe- I, I forget to mark people as my quarry. Mm-hmm. So basically I'm kind of tapped out. It feels like, like everybody in this country has already played D&D with me and is, is sick of me. Do you have any suggestions? I think you should expand your vo- your borders and your vision and consider the fact that podcasting is a worldwide phenomenon. Dungeons and Dragons is a worldwide phenomenon. So you're and, thinking like Canada. Well, we already did Canada. I'm thinking like I don't know, somewhere in the EU. No, no, no. Strike that. <laughs> Whoa, topical. How about the United Jason. Kingdom? <laughs> okay, do you know some people in the United Kingdom? I do. I know a few. Who Would you like speak to, to, me? Pull, to, to pull them into this podcast? Well, let's start with, um, you know, James Thompson used to play D&D when he was wee, as they say in Scotland. That was a long, long time ago, but I bet he, he would be willing to play. Do you think he's oh, available? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> what? Apparently I am. <laughs> and then wow. he appeared. Uh, you say my name three times, I appear. Um, wow. James Thompson, yeah, creator of Peacock. <laughs> I haven't played D&D for, I think, approximately 35 years, so I have forgotten everything. <gasps> that is about to change, because, I mean, unless something really exciting happens in the next couple minutes, you're about to play D&D. Well, I gather the rules have changed about five times, but they're kind of back to where they were, so... Yeah, you we'll know, see. time is a flat circle. Yeah. Uh, Jason, do you know any other uh, people far away? James, do you know anyone? Yeah, um, I can think of a few. Uh, uh, somebody do- else in Scotland... Oh, yeah. Mm. You know, Liz Miles is in Scotland, and she's played a lot of, uh, I know, she plays a lot of video games. I don't know if she'd be willing to do <laughs> a, a uh, D&D podcast with us. I, Liz, what do you think? I, I have, in fact, played Dungeons & Dragons a couple of times at conventions, little short campaigns with a very understanding dungeon master who puts up There'll with. be none of that here. <laughs> oh, no. I was warned by another player that if they were DMing the match, then I would be dead by now several times, which I, I thought was rather mean, but, you know. Well, yes. I'll, st- I'll go for somewhere in between those. Welcome to the podcast, Liz. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the excellent graphics and surround sound effects. Hmm. Yes, this will be just like a video game, except only inside your head. Um, <laughs> Liz, do you, know, do, you, do you know anyone that lives far away near where you are that we could pull in? Nope. Nope. No oh. one. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, back to you. <laughs> okay. She passes. It's back to me. Uh, I do podcasts every week with Mike Hurley. I don't think he's ever played D&D. Uh, maybe Mike would be interested. I don't think he'd be interested. Finally, somebody <laughs> will play Dungeons & Dragons with me. What up, nerds? <laughs> w- welcome to the podcast, Mike Hurley. How Thank are you? you. Oh, I'm great. I'm very excited. Uh, are you so excited that you dragged other people in your life into this endeavor? Not only that, I brought my wife. Woo! <laughs> I actually asked to be here, <laughs> but never played before, so we're all well, on a roller coaster. <laughs> welcome, Adina, to Dungeons & Dragons. You are one of many new people who are brand new to D&D. We're going to be figuring stuff out. It's going to be uh, an experience. Exactly. Very I thought exciting. this was all Scottish. They, they, they don't sound very Scottish. <laughs> and we've moved Give south now. We've moved south. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but okay, here, Tony, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Yeah. Mike does this podcast called Playing for Fun with Tiff Arment, um, and she's not from the UK. Is she secretly, is she like Irish? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> all right, it's good enough. Good enough then. Joining us live from the Ireland of America, which is. <laughs> Which is New York. Which right? is New York, strangely. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? American geography, it's complicated. Um, I'm so missold on this podcast. 
<laughs> it's it's Tiff Arment. Welcome welcome to the podcast, Tiff. Thanks. I'm terrified. <laughs> That's the spirit. You should be. Dungeons and Dragons is a scary game. Dragons are uh, scary. Dragons Legit. are scary. Uh, dungeons a little scary. Yeah. Uh, some people say if you play this game too much, you uh, your soul is forfeit. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't checked in on that since the 80s, so I'm not sure if they've yeah, done it. I think that research. happened to me 35 years ago, so oh, no, no problem. You, you seem I'm, to be doing okay. <laughs> I'm deeply shocked by this. Are you like 60 or 70 or something? Because <laughs> I always thought you were a lot younger than that. Because really. you're looking hella good for 70. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hella okay for 60. Um, <laughs> I am not, none of those ages. <laughs> he, so he's between 60 or 70. That's what he's saying. He's yeah. none of those ages. I'm just like 35. Uh, 61 to 69. That's what he is. All right. Sorry. So, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, thank you, Mike. Please forgive me. <laughs> You, I guess we should Lego. play some Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, as is traditional, when we play Dungeons and Dragons, people ask me questions about their characters slash mechanics at this moment. Unless we did so- enough of that before we started, any people have any questions? We will uh, we'll meet people's characters very soon. But any questions? I don't know enough to have questions yet. That yep. is the spirit. <laughs> this is like a Lucas Art Adventures game where nobody can die, right? Uh, <laughs> it is. In Have fact, you seen the title of the podcast? None of, yeah, none, of us, none of us can die. Our characters. Yeah, if, you, if you die in the game, uh, Liz, you, you are just safe. get upset. <laughs> Your character. You should probably bring a backup character, though. <laughs> My what? aim for today is no. to not die on the first episode. So. Yeah, wait until hour two. Um, <laughs> oh so. no, I don't want to be the the. Oh god, what's he called? The one who kept dying all the time in the first. The campaign. Dan. We just call him Dan. <laughs> I don't want to be the dad of the podcast. That's no, my no, name. No, no one wants to be the Dan. Yeah, I don't want to have you know to what? go off and make Dan doesn't want to be the Dan of the podcast. So. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, Mike, we're going to start the adventure with you because I think you were kind of the seed around which all of this horrible shenanigans were built. Um, Mike, could you tell us, uh, just tell the listeners uh, who you'll be playing today? I will be uh, playing Maximilian Thundercliff, uh, who is Max Thunder to his friends, um, and he is of half-orc origin. Uh, do you have any friends currently? I mean, sorry, does Maximilian have any friends currently? <laughs> Not right now. No. Okay, he's between uh, friends. Yeah, Max is on a he's on a bit of an adventure right now, but he's on his own. So we join uh, our friend Maximilian Thundercliff uh, on the road. He's just uh, just outside the middle of nowhere, uh, on the outskirts of a farming town called Oakhurst. Uh, he has his reasons for being on the road, uh, because really, you, you would need a reason to be here in the middle of nowhere. Uh, Oakhurst is a pretty boring place. It's a little farming town. There's about 500 people there. Not a lot of exciting stuff. Uh, but perhaps, somehow, Maximilian Thundercliff will find adventure and excitement and hopefully some of the other player characters in this town let's hope so yeah. drama will find you <laughs> yeah sure. so what shall we do today maximilian i'm really hoping at some point i get promoted to being able to say max because it's, uh, it's <laughs> we're gonna have to wait for that just, yeah it's inefficient <laughs> so i uh, i am responding to a help wanted ad that i found um in a relatively local newspaper Mm-hmm. What was the uh, name of that newspaper? It was the uh, the Oakhurst and Beyond Times. We'll call it that. Um, and it is for two missing people. <laughs> Oakhurst and Beyond. Is it yeah. like a combination local penny saver and alternative media weekly? Is that well, yes. here's my issue. Uh, if I'm traveling to Oakhurst, I thought I couldn't really have an Oakhurst-based newspaper. No, you and I couldn't think of any names of towns that sounded Dungeons & Dragons-y enough, so I just went with Beyond. Let's do a quick primer. Uh, Dungeons & Dragons towns are traditionally take for, uh, created the name. Take two nouns and stick them together. Okay. So, uh, Devil's which, Bane. Yeah. What? Say that again, Tiff. Devil's Bane. Devil's Bane. That sounds not like I would not buy property in Devil's Bane. Um, <laughs> Jason, what do you got? Um, tree farm. Tree farm. <laughs> All right. Very imaginative. Uh, Adina, what's your best D and D town name you can come up with? Butter cow. Butter cow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liz, next, next <laughs> bat sheep. What was that? Bat sheep. Back sheep. Bat 
sheep. Bat sheep. Bat sheep. <laughs> it's a sheep. It's a bat. It's a bat sheep. Okay. Is that an actual town in Scotland? You have to tell me if it is. <laughs> no, but it is what one of my builder bears are. It's a sheep that stresses Batman. Okay. <laughs> and it's bat sheep. James, have I interrogated you? Uh, you have not. Um, You've had no. the longest to think of one, so yours will be the best. Yeah, um, harmless location. Um, <laughs> is that the name? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's like says what things? it is. Okay, so each of you can write down that that's a place your your character has been before. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? So, bat sheep. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Liz, how much can time I, did you spend in bat sheep? Can I go to to like honey? Money, honey, money. That sounds like a good place. There's well, that I mean, sounds like a probably, cereal with gold yeah, I mean, honey, money is you're gonna stay there for like a couple days. I feel like that cheap. You got lunch there and then you kept moving, right? I like feel that like was honey not. Money's like Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it, it just it's a it's actually a very refined place. It's where bees do all their banking. Um, so, Mike, back mm-hmm. to you. You're outside Oakhurst. You have mm-hmm. uh, you've torn a page out of the Oakhurst and Beyond, uh, surprisingly wide-reaching uh, news news publication. Yep. Um, you are from the Beyond, apparently. And uh, what do you want to do next? So, uh, well, the the wanted ad is basically to help find two missing individuals uh, who have very Dungeons and Dragons names. I'm going to attempt to pronounce these: Talgan Hukriel. Whatever you say becomes canon. So okay, you want to, you want to say that? and Shawin Hukriel. Hukriel, these are the okay. two individuals Just that I'm attempting to find. Say something easy to say. Say they're called Bob now, and then we've got. To I Bob. didn't choose these names. These names were just, just merely mispronounce it <laughs> as Bob. <laughs> Uh, so I need to basically go to find the Hukriel family to try and uh, get more details. So I'm going to head towards the center of Oakhurst and see what I can find. All right. I'm going to bring up the uh, Oakhurst map for all of you. Oh, um, oh. oh my God. That's so cool. It's like a real video game. Oh, I want to go to the shrine. Can I go to the shrine? All right. You, your tokens are at the bottom of the map. You can distribute yourselves throughout the town if you feel like it, or you can wait and decide where you are. Uh, so this is Oakhurst. It's, um, it's, I mentioned it's about 500 people, but that includes like all the people that live like, you know, in the farms outside of it. So that's not like a town of 500 people so much as a, a community of 500 people. Um, <gasps> Maximilian, it is uh, the first thing you notice as you're kind of uh, wandering in uh, to Oakhurst. Uh, you know, it's it's a kind of it's a mid-sized town. Um, there is kind of like some, tr- you know, uh, barracks or uh, uh, bivouac type fortifications around the town, but not really. It's not like a wall, and there's not there's no guards or anything. People are just uh, coming and going uh, from the town. You do notice that like overwhelmingly the population of Oakhurst is it seems like it's like 90% human so mm-hmm. uh, as a half orc you definitely stand out uh, at least in height <laughs> if not yes. other things um, and good looks yes height and good looks mm-hmm. um, how good looking are you extremely extremely thank you uh, for our listeners uh, could you describe how good looking Maximilian is yeah he is a big guy barrel chested with long flowing blonde hair uh, he's a bl- striking blue eyes, grayish in complexion, but that's uh, considered to be something a great beauty to many. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, there's a variety of places you might, you know, you're, you're headed into um, Oakhurst to get the lay of the land. Um, you know, there's a variety of town uh, town related things. You know, there's some sh- there's some houses for the people who are kind of well off enough that they would have a house in town as opposed to just a farmhouse out in the uh, in, in the in the fields. Uh, so there's some merchants and there's a general store. There's a place where people sell their uh, their uh, uh, livestock and um, produce from their farms. Blacksmith. Um, there's you pass kind of a. It looks mm-hmm. kind of like a little fort, and it looks like it's probably like a guard barracks and jail. Um, but it doesn't look like it's really not seeing a lot of use. Um, there is one um, shrine, one temple. It's a shrine of Pelor. Pelor is uh, you. You'd recognize the insignia as just a pretty standard thing to see in the Dungeons and Dragons world. Pelor is the uh, the goddess of the harvest and and various other good things. Uh, and there is a um, there's a tavern. Called the uh, the old the old boar inn. Okay, where do you want to head, Maximilian? What time of day is it? Uh, what time of day do you want it to be? 
Okay, let's say it's towards the early evening, so I'm going to head right. to the tavern. So it is early evening, and we're going to say that it's, uh, you know, it's also, it's early summer, not quite the solstice. How about that? Okay. All right. So you head to the Old Boar Inn. Um, and in the Old Boar Inn, it's it's a kind of a modest tavern. Um, it does look like the kind of place where you could probably rent a room. Um, there's a bunch of, uh, basically, farmers hanging out there having a having a beverage after a hard day's work um there's a kind of uh uh gruff but eh, you know he he looks like he's got a little bit of twinkle in his eye um older uh human hanging out behind the bar uh and in addition to the uh the uh the the various farm people um there's an assortment of uh of other people who look like they might not be locals um are any of our other uh player characters here at the old boar inn I think we're heading there, but we're not quite there yet. Okay, I'll provide an opportunity for you to arrive there soon. Uh, Jason, it looks like you might yeah, be there. Yeah, I, uh, I just came from the market, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm now walking into the old boar inn. Describe what what Max Maximilian might see across the bar. Oh well, uh, in, in unusual again in this town that's mostly humans is this elf who is over uh, across the bar. Uh, he, you know, he's a high elf. He is uh, sitting by himself. Because they like that, you know, and the humans aren't really approaching him. He is, uh, he is sipping some tea. He is reading a book. He is literally at the bar reading a book, not surrounded by anybody, um, occasionally looking around, but very focused on uh, a book and also writing in a little notebook about uh, with a pencil about uh, things that he's apparently reading out of the book. Very studious sort of fellow. He's got a, uh, he's got a staff. Um, he... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. He's an elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adina, are you also at the old bar inn? Yep, I'm Ooh. sitting at the bar, mm-hmm. questioning the old landlord there. Uh, I have heard of him before, and I traveled all the way to find him and uh, uh, get some tricks out of him. Mm-hmm. I have spotted Furion as well. Uh, I am uh, I am Olena. <laughs> I'm a half elf but uh, people might not know that because my hair is very long and it covers my elfish ears but i have spotted furion for the first minute i entered mm-hmm. so you're entered. sitting at the bar and the uh the the uh the barkeep the landlord is uh you know he's pouring drinks for the uh for a bunch of the farmers and he's like kind of telling you a story in like bits and pieces in between trying to do his work and he's both Somewhat irritated with you, but also super enjoying telling the story because, uh, you know, you get the sense that he is a little vexed by the uh, the attention, but also uh, no one has cared about any of his stories in several years. So um, <laughs> he has mixed reaction, feelings. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Max, what happens next? Or sorry, Maximilian. <laughs> Thank you. So one of the things about Maximilian, um, Max thinks he's smarter than he is which tends to get him into trouble, but he thinks he is a being of higher intelligence when he is, in fact, not so. So when he enters the, the bar, the tavern, and sees Furion, he knows that, that Furion, then being an elf, is probably of a higher intelligence, so approaches Furion for some uh, high-brow conversation to see if he can find some information about the uh, Hucreol family. All right. So, Furion, a, a large half-orc approaches you. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I don't know anything about that family. Um, I, uh, which is strange. I should probably, um, I'm obviously missing something in my research then. I've been here for several weeks doing research on this town um, and the surrounding areas, sort of uh Oakhurst and beyond, if you will, and uh, I have uh, found some interesting stories, interesting um, magical history and other things that I'm interested in studying uh, here, but I, I have not heard of that family. Well, sir, I can only assume it's because they're all missing, and that's why I'm here. <laughs> this is the problem that I find. Was, was magic fruit involved in some way, do you know, by any chance? Maybe it always is. I don't know. It depends. I've not. I've only arrived in Oakhurst. Maybe this is a magic fruit bearing well, town. One of the most notable things, and Furin is very excited to share information because that's uh, his thing. One of the most notable things about Oak- Oakhurst, which, as you can see, is not particularly notable, is the fact that the goblins come 
uh, every solstice, and they bring uh, a magic apple that is uh, p- it's a beautiful, perfect magic apple, and uh, the legend says that if you eat it, it heals you of any disease. Now, these goblins come from you know the, the dungeon that's down the way, the Sunless Citadel, which I have not been in, although I have read a lot about it, and um, that's literally the only thing notable about this town. I don't know whether that's involved with your, uh, with your missing people or not. Do you know them, or are you just answering a, a want ad? Because I've run into some I'm people a- who are newspaper people. Are you a newspaper person? Is that what you're doing? I am a newspaper person. Oh, I like uh, that. I, that means you're literate. You that's good. This. I like literate people because I like books. See, I got a book right here. Yes, I am also a lover of, of great books. Uh, but I, I wanted That's unusual the, the... in a half or Oh, did I say that whoa, out loud? Whoa, well, whoa. Excuse me, sir. Excuse whoa, me, whoa. sir. We're way, to, way to insert racism into our escapism here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm one. an elf. It's role-playing, okay? Okay, I'm just saying. We're like 25 role minutes playing, in. Yeah. It's amazing this we got magical, this far. This magical apple of which you speak, dear sir, uh, has it recently been brought down from the goblins? Well, we're nearing the solstice. I don't think that it's arrived yet. Otherwise, I would be out there and it would be very exciting. But I am kind of waiting and hoping that we, we get a glimpse of these goblins because um, if if the stories are true, and until I see it with my own eyes, I'm not sure I'm going to believe it, uh, that that is fascinating that they have, they have magic apples that will cure you of any disease. I would love to see that and talk to those goblins about what, you know... Are there special trees? Do they do things to normal apples to turn them into other magical apples? I don't know. I'm curious about that, but I haven't seen the goblins mm. or the apples yet. Okay. It's interesting that you're a fan of apples. Yeah, mm. <laughs> It just works, okay? <laughs> the magic apples, they just work. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Um, so... Uh, Maximilian. Uh, so this this strange elf is just dumping information on you, whether you want it or not. I'm not sure what you're going to do with that. Do you know the history of the printing press that the newspaper is printed on? I could talk about that a little bit, but it's not that interesting. It's not a magical printing press. That's mostly what I'm interested in. No, I think I'm good. I, I, I'm looking. Right. I'm looking merely to try and get more information uh, about the uh, Hercule family because they will give me the adventure of which I seek. And considering that you don't know about them, then uh, I don't think that this could be of much use right, to me. Well, However, I'm very happy to hear about magical fruit. I, I I'll, I'll keep an eye out for them, and you should keep an Thank eye you. out for magical fruit and goblins. I will. And uh, let's stay in touch because who knows how these things might connect. Here's my business card. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Street team. It's literally uh, a piece of the newspaper ripped out with a and Max, Max on it. written on it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me Max. Call me Maximilian. Thundercliff only. We are not friends. Right, this is just a mnemonic for me to... Re- Never mind. I got it. Maximilian. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, you know, just as your conversation is wrapping up, uh, the door of the tavern flies open. And there is a very large, imposing figure standing in the doorway. It looks like it might be... It, they, they look almost like they might be some kind of monster at first, but then, you know, uh, you know, your eyes kind of adjust to the light, and it appears to be a dragonborn carrying some kind of musical instrument, uh, and he, he seems to be accompanied by a, a tiefling. Yeah, I, I was hoping we would do the, you know, the doors to the tavern open and we walk in and all the music stops. With that the is scratched. Yes. Ye oldie record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the enchanted uh, little uh, radio in the corner kind of like sputters. Yeah. All the, uh, all the farmers look up, kind of scoot back in their chairs, and then they relax after a moment. And Furion leans over to Maximilian and says, oh, that's a dragonborn and a tiefling. Do you know the history of the dragonborns and the tieflings and how they came to be? I can tell you that later. 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 Uh, later, yes, please. Uh, James and uh, Tiff, do you want to tell us a little bit about the characters that you'll be playing, at least their names and uh, maybe what, what their appearance is to the other characters? Yeah, um, I am Nerixius Narbat. Um a dragonborn bard, uh, because I thought that sounded good. And uh, I am actually here to play uh, a gig at this tavern. Um, that was posted uh, in uh, Oakhurst and Beyond newsletter, of course. Yeah, it, it's got a very wide reach. Mm-hmm. Um, good well, Beyond. Beyond, yeah. yeah. Um, and 
yeah, so my character is here because um, he basically he has uh, let's say left his tribe uh, because he he wants to be a musician more than anything else, and he is trying to he's he's going on the whole tavern circuit, mm-hmm. uh, trying to become uh, famous as and, you do, uh, as you do, yeah. and. Uh, it would be fair to say that a, a dragonborn is a rather striking sight here in Oakhurst because a dragonborn, uh, a dragonborn is not a dragon, but it is a uh, a humanoid creature with many dragon-like appearances. Uh, dragons are much bigger, but a dragonborn is much bigger than a a human. Uh, so rather hulking lizard man with uh, a tail and you know big stompy lizard feet and claws and uh what color is nox is nox red yeah he's a sort of dark red with black horns uh very electric blue eyes as well Mm -hmm. Mm. and there's probably uh probably a little bit of smoke even kind of uh coming out of his nose out of his and he's got his big dragon snout yeah Uh, very much a fire breathing typical stereotypical dragon you could say yes but, <laughs> but you know you wear pants uh yeah. that's that's what <laughs> divides you and you know a dragon would probably have a hard time walking into this tavern a dragon yeah. would just tear down the wall to get in and uh accompanying you is another uh somewhat strange sight here in oakhurst uh tiff do you want to tell us about your character yeah i'm uh el scorcho <laughs> and that's e-l-l-e for those of you who are confused reference acknowledged uh, and i am a tiefling which uh extends to my maker's roots of being named tiff because i thought they sounded similar so just all puns (laughs) just a pun based character (laughs) and uh i'm also a druid so um i'm closer to nature and things than most of my kind tend to be and i'm here with my friend Knox to go hear him play because i've just left behind my criminal past because I was just kind of tired of the scene. I was successful and I was good at it, but it was just, it wasn't feeling really like me. I I was, I just felt like I was doing wrong and I um, I just wanted to move on and go hear my friend play at the tavern and maybe find some peace. And you got to follow your bliss, which is sometimes a musical dragon. And I'm, uh, I'm traveling with a, with my beast companion, which mm-hmm. is a not me, I would point out. <laughs> no, no, not Knox. He's not my beast companion. He's my friend, and yeah. So my weasel is hanging out with me on my shoulder. Um, he likes to climb on my horns because you know. Yeah. We're so we should point wouldn't. out a tiefling is a rather unusual sight in Oakhurst as well. Uh, tieflings are basically kind of. Uh, they are descended from uh, the union between humans and demons. Um, so they're humanoid, but they can have rather demonic features. Uh, they tend to have horns and kind of spooky looking eyes, and uh, some of them have tails, and um, sometimes their skin color tends to be of the more hellish nature. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I'm not as red as most people. Yeah. I, I have a little more uh, kind of mocha. Like- sure cafe latte situation going yeah but still yeah. still a little unusual the horns really stick out uh i mean compared to the <laughs> you can't hide them you can't um and in fact uh uh you recognize um somebody from your old days in the uh the crime game um uh i i don't know how well you know her but you recognize uh an acquaintance at least uh olina sitting at the bar in the uh at the uh the the old boar inn I do. We we make a little eye contact. I give her a little nod. She knows what we did together in the past. Oh gosh. So <laughs> hey now, we're talking crime here. That just that just means murder, Mike. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> I'm I'm more I'm more a steely. Uh, I steal more than murder. That's why I had to steals hang out with lives. Um, got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, my true nature is, is hidden behind my the way I look. People don't trust me because of the way I look. But uh, I'm yeah, I totally, I totally get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it is. T- Tony, they judge there, you. there would be the racism again if we didn't. Yeah, yeah. you get judged yeah. hard by the way you look in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, look at everyone in the bar just staring at us right now. 
unless you're incredibly beautiful, like Maximilian Thundercliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you'll find uh, that uh, you Nox is also has a charisma higher than yours. Yes, we get it. All of you are incredibly attractive <laughs> characters in this game. That doesn't, does not communicate anything your about friends. your deficiencies in real life. That Art imitates life. That's just trying to it try and lay on a little thick here. Um, so. Furion pushes the glasses that he doesn't now. wear up on his nose a little bit higher. <laughs> yeah. As soon as someone's in bed spectacles, I'll be all set. He's holding the book closer to his face. Um, let's, uh, Adina, let's jump over to you. You're at the the bar. You're uh, you're chatting with your uh, your colleague slash. Perhaps you're hopeful that he might be your mentor, Garen, uh, owner of the Old Boar Inn, uh, when this uh, kind of motley crew is wandering into the uh, the tavern. Uh, so you saw uh, uh, this half-orc, and then you saw a, you know, you probably weren't expecting to see anybody you'd recognize here at Oakhurst, but you saw... Um, oh man, I'm, I want to make sure I got your names not mixed up. L, um, your, uh, your previous... Coworker, um, yeah. L, um, and and a rather <laughs> we, we a job uh, striking, uh, rather imposing. He probably had to stoop to get in under the uh, the sill of the door, uh, Dragonborn, and uh, especially the Dragonborn is, is carrying. It looks like a giant guitar, but it also looks like just a huge chunk of metal. So that's you know, I think everybody mm-hmm. is looking at that right now. Well, uh, besides the record scratch that we all heard, uh, I'm a bit disturbed right now, a bit worried because I see Elle over there and I'm thinking, who sent you here? <laughs> what have <laughs> oh. I done wrong? We, we, know, we know each other from our criminal days. We've, uh, we've done some stuff together and now I'm worried. Who, who is she working for? Mm-hmm. I, that's what I want. Do you want to do wanted. anything to find that out right now or are you just going to keep your distance for now? I'm going to keep my distance. I'm just trying to collect information and then judge the situation and then see how everything unravels. Okay. But uh, I um, I asked the landlord, the innkeeper, mm-hmm. do you know what's going on here? Do you? Uh, I, I don't, you know, sometimes uh, we get kind of an influx of people around uh, Solstice. Um, you know, usually it's just people coming in from the outlying farms. I don't know why there's so many adventures coming through today. That's unusual. Strange. Strange. Yeah, I it hope they don't like cause this. trouble. It wasn't like you this know, in the previous days. No, you know, I came out here to for the quiet life. I don't. I mean, I, I used to be like them, but they better not cause trouble here. Mm-hmm. I just want to in a bar. It'll never. I happen. just, I just want to yeah. pour drinks and think of the good old days. See, they take one look at us and they think trouble's happening. And he goes into a long story about how he almost stole the crown jewels from the city of Waterdeep. <laughs> Uh, I'll open up to you all. Who, who, who wants to do something? Um, well, I think I, you know, I, uh, my character is here because of this solstice music festival that I've been sold on from this newspaper. So, uh, I think I'll have to go and introduce myself to, uh, Garen, was it? The, mm-hmm. uh, ink? So, yeah, um, I'll do that. All right. Um, so, uh, Garen is behind the bar pouring drinks. He seems to be chatting with a, uh, a, a half-elf rogue who's, who's kind of camped out at the bar. And uh, he's clearly the, <laughs> the, the owner, operator, and sole employee of the Old Boar Inn, uh, keeping quite busy. Um, and he, uh, he stops what he's doing when you kind of move up to the bar, because uh, how tall are you, uh, James? How tall, is, um, how think, tall is your character? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, they're similar. Um, yes. <laughs> I think he's like approaching, he's like two and a half meters or something. Oh, Whatever James, that is. James, James. Hang on, I'll need to. James. <laughs> uh, product placement, no. Um, uh, six foot ten, so okay. not, not too bad. All right. So quite, quite so pretty tall. Uh, certainly, he has to look up to you. Uh, and you know the, uh, the 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 bartender landlord. He actually looks. Uh, he looks like back in his day. He might have been rough and tumble himself. You're you're surprised. You actually see there's a bunch of kind of fading tattoos on his arms. Uh, but he uh, he seems like you know he gives you a look and uh, welcome. Hi there. Um, my oh. name's uh, Narbat. Uh, Narixius Narbat. Uh, <laughs> My, my, my friends call me Knox. You should just call me Knox. Uh, what can I get you, Knox? Well, well I, I'm here about the. There was an ad in the newspaper about the. 
about the Solstice Festival. (laughs) I thought there was uh, a gig happening. Uh, well, the solstice is in a couple days, so I guess you're a little early. But uh, you know, it would all. I'm sure the the townsfolk would love to hear some music uh, tonight. If you'd be you'd be up for that, maybe after dinner. Oh, always, always. Uh, it's, it's my calling. Uh, I can't promise you much, but uh, I'd be glad to uh, feed you and give you a, a place to sleep uh, for your troubles. Um. um <laughs> I, I have a companion with me as well. Would uh, another room for her be part of the deal? Yeah, separate sure. rooms. We're just friends. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to say that. We can, we can, we can, we can, we can cover that. Sure. Oh, thanks very much. Uh, so he uh, he he gives you uh, uh, two room keys. He kind of points at the, uh, the the back of the inn. There's a, a stairways going up to some uh, rooms above the tavern, and he also gives you uh, two bowls of stew and two beers. Let's uh, let's go get a table, Knox. We'll enjoy yeah. our supper before we get into go into our rooms. Yeah. Dump our stuff and then uh, yeah. You know, it, you know yeah. the, uh, the the bar actually looked like it was reasonably crowded. But as you uh, turn away from the uh, picking up your beer and uh, um, and stew, it seems like several tables have uh, opened themselves up for you to have your choice of where you're going to sit. Um, it always happens to us. Yeah, yeah. you know, you don't. You are not available. people who wait in line. Uh, sorry, <laughs> wait on queue. Um, so. Well, uh, I guess you, we'll we'll go over and, and sit down at this table and see if anyone uh, is going to come within ten feet of us. All right, uh, Jason, how's Furion doing? Uh, Furion is watching the scene, uh, occasionally looking at his book and kind of intrigued by it. And I think is uh, you know might might uh, approach the the half elf person just because they're the only two sort of elven extraction people in this entire town that mm-hmm. he's seen. All right. So, uh, Alina, uh, Furion, who you've seen around town, for the, you've been here for a couple days now, a week, something like that? Yeah. Yep, sounds about right. So, you've seen Furion around. Uh, he, you know, the, the tavern where is probably, you know, he's there's not a lot of places for visitors to stay. In fact, there's, there's this one. So, um, you've probably crossed paths a couple times. This is the place where pe- visitors would stay and get food. So, uh, I don't know if you've had any conversations before, um, but you, you've, you've certainly seen each other around. And you both kind of stand out a little bit in terms of uh, how human this town is. Hello. Oh, hello there, kind sir. <laughs> what is your name? I'm, uh, I'm Furion. I'm here... It, it, learning about the town and the and beyond and the surroundings beyond um <laughs> checking in on the goblins and this magic apple thing that they do by the solstice but i haven't seen any goblins yet so i'm just doing you know just scouting around seeing what's going on uh what brings you here oh well i am um i am a half elf rogue and i'm trying to level up my skills so that one day I can go back to my homeland and uh, slay this mad king that uh, killed my parents. No biggie, but until then, until then, <laughs> I'm trying to learn stuff. And I came all the way here to uh, meet Garen and try to steal some tricks from him because he's like a total legend in the huh. criminal world. But I don't know what happened to him because now he's just a, a landlord, you know? So you look well read. Do you know any tricks, any adventures, anything I could you could pass on to me? I uh I don't. I I mean I learn I've been researching about magic and things like that, but but I don't ah. know anything about adventuring. I I have uh you know, I I've I've trained, but most of my work goes into uh I, 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 if you could, if you could put research on a level system, I would have a very mm. high level. But if you put uh. adventuring on a level system, it would be I'd basically be level mm. one. So I don't really know a whole lot about <laughs> if such a grading uh. scale existed in this world. <laughs> yes, what would that be like? <laughs> but oh, so gosh, I don't know. I you don't... said crime. You said you said that's interesting. I I am obviously in academia more than crime. Uh, although mm. you know sometimes if you get a grade that you don't like, it feels like a crime, right? Anyway, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, totally know all about that. What kind of crime? What, <laughs> small talk, Furion. <laughs> what kind of crime? Are you? Are you? Uh, are you like? Is it? Is it like righteous crime where you're trying to overthrow people who are bad, or is it more like crime to survive, or is it like thrill crime? I read a book crime about the passion. different types of crime. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I am. Um, I'm a little. A little. 
elf here, half elf, yeah, and I... I don't have a strong armor. I can't really battle everyone. I don't have a lot of strength, but oh, all you. I've got going for me. <laughs> that's what that's what we <laughs> elves have to stick. To. Elves and half elves, we got to stick yeah, together because we're not the I, I we're not the sturdiest like, people. We got to no, be we got to no, use our wits exactly. Uh, but I have uh, I picked up a few weapons along the way, and uh, I know my way around them. I also uh, acquired, uh, the, don't tell anyone, but I have these thieves tools that I've also read a lot about how to use them, but I don't know how to use them, so hopefully I'll find the door uh-huh. to unlock at some point, pick a lock at some point. Um, but, yeah, I imagine that, that the thieves tools come with like a little IKEA style instruction book. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I hope so. Nothing, nothing, nothing until now. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm just um, trying to pick up some skills, trying to level up as well, so that I can uh, kill that king I mentioned, and uh, just trying to get in myself into some situations to try that luck. Have you heard of anything? What about those goblins? Are they trouble? I, I don't know. I mean, they've got magic fruit that, that makes, like, cures people of illness, so that, that sounds like the, mm. the opposite of trouble, although they do come from yeah. near the dungeon, and they're, you know, dungeons, the crazy stuff goes on around dungeons. You never know what might, what you might find there. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know. If this if this uh, bartender is disappointing you, I mean, did you see who just walked into the bar? There's, there's lots yeah, of interesting look- people here all of a sudden that are way more interesting <laughs> than the farmers let me tell you i've spent most <laughs> yeah. of my week talking to farmers farmers have nothing interesting to say and when i ask about the goblins they're like i don't even know about that and it's like it's your whole town that's all that is here is the goblins so um you know this is these people are seem way more interesting than your usual oakhurst yeah. uh, so I, I think we should go over and see what's their deal okay, that's a great idea <laughs> their story yeah, let's meanwhile meanwhile across town in oakhurst at the uh the temple of palor uh, Liz, how's it going? Hey, good, good. Just hanging out here. Okay. Evening time at the temple. Just, just praying, taking, taking it all in. No, no, just, just looking for stuff, looking for, uh, for people who might not be quite pro this goddess, but maybe, maybe like you know, like some demons, through some demons in the temple. Uh, well, uh, so I will tell you. So the shrine is a, a relatively. Um, simple uh kind of little stone structure they wouldn't have like big services so much as people would kind of come here one at a time to pray for like good luck or good harvest um there is it's kind of it's maintained uh by a uh, a priestess uh so there's a, a female gnome who uh who who works here um and maybe you've you've chatted chatted with her a bit her name is uh uh dem um or but she, but she asked people to call her cookie um Oh, and, but, but but I will tell you, uh, Pelor is uh, pretty far from demons on the whole theology scale. Yeah, but the people might be getting a bit sick of this kind of you know goody goody cookie worshiping harvest. So nonsense. so cookie is at this point cookie has asked you to do your proselytizing outside the temple. <laughs> But you have been outside the temple, perhaps uh, proselytizing the good word of demons <laughs> to uh, just, to the people of Oakhurst. Yes, just trying to encourage a little more uh, variety. variety. Yeah, yeah, religious diversity is good for a community. Mm-hmm. You know, a breadth of worship. You know, don't put all your eggs in one divine basket mm-hmm. just in case. <laughs> You pick the wrong basket. Yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. No one's uh, really been interested in. No, okay. I was going to see. I was. Gonna, that was my next question. How's it going? Oh. No, well, I don't know why, but a bunch of farmers are really not that into demons. Mm-mm. Yeah, they seem very concerned about what impact that might have on the harvest. Um, yeah, lots of lots of fire. Yeah, um, which is probably really good. Like after the harvest, and you know, you want to turn your fields or something. Mm-hmm. Probably. Good knowledge. Mm. Mm. I don't know anything about agriculture. That is probably... it, that is that is having an influence on your success with converting <laughs> these people. <laughs> Maybe should have found out something about agriculture. <laughs> I just appreciate that in this group here we have uh, five characters who are very kind of strange and would not kind of be able to really kind of pass freely in Oakhurst. And then we have one human character who is a demon worshiper. <laughs> and like everybody in town knows about this person now and knows to cross the street when they see them coming. So right. That's true. I should just also say that less demonic, the less demonic, who was thrown out of her necromancy group, for mm-hmm. not being demonic enough. And it was very tragic. 
and very sad. So these people should be sodding grateful that I want to create a more supportive group here <laughs> instead of shutting. It's so mean. You know, maybe they'll come around eventually, but so far, uh, things are things are not going great. Uh, so do you want to continue to hang out at the Shrine of Palor, or do you want to do no, other I'm things? No, I'm very sad now, and I want to have a drink. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you head over to, uh, the Old Boar Inn, where you've probably been from time to time for a, a beverage or a meal. Um, perhaps you're staying there in your time in Oakhurst. Uh, but things are a little, a little different than the last time you passed through, uh, the doors here. You know, you probably recognize that, that weird nerdy elf that's always camped out with a book. And maybe you've seen the recent arrival, that kind of, that half-elf who's always hanging out at the bar, sometimes twirling a dagger menacingly. Um... <laughs> But there's uh it looks like there's three new arrivals who are you know, they're pretty a dramatic. Demon! <laughs> that was a demon! <laughs> Finally! <Yay! laughs> Worship me. So L, a uh, a strange woman has approached you and is yelling at you. <laughs> uh, I have my hands up. I'm like, whoa, 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 lady. <laughs> Greetings, noble demon. <laughs> Hi, do I know you? No, 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 no. You, you have entered our plane of existence. How are you finding it here? Uh, good. Uh, the, the soup's a little bland. I could use some salt. Um, I hear the, the chef needs, you know, a little bit of work on his skills. Here Perhaps he was a, he wasn't like a chef to... for very long. It's his new thing. Yeah, he just needs some practice. Perhaps um, you would like to set fire to him with your demonic powers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You uh, you just you want me to just sit here and perform some demonic powers for you? I I'm having a lot of trouble with the locals and their their lack of commitment towards uh, demonic lords. And I think a demonstration from an actual demon or a half demon might really help. Um, see, I'm not really into that anymore. I'm trying to get away from more of my. De- I, I I really like um poetry and uh uh art <laughs> poetry yeah. art yeah. i mean everybody's on fire until the place is burning down and then, <laughs> and then somehow they're, they're not into it anymore my yeah. fellow have you never been to a true rock concert all rock concerts end with the place burning down That's can you a- see the guitar on my back <laughs> yes it looks very inflammable Exactly. It'll be uh, fine. No, I, I, I tend not to do the whole fire thing inside a venue because, uh, you know. But you'll be fine. Look at you. You're all made of stone, no, practically. People always want us to I'll, just set things I'll on fire, fine. Knox. I don't understand. Like, it's not my yeah. job to show you my fire. I'm having yeah, a lot of I mean, negative feelings about the locals at the moment. A lot of negative feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why don't you uh, grab a drink and come sit with us and we can yeah. chat. Thank you. We can talk about the arts. The locals don't seem to like us either. I, feel, I am feeling very rejected. Let's check in uh, with Maximilian. Maximilian, how's it going? It's going good. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of new people that have entered, and I'm hoping mm-hmm. that one of them can try and shed some light on the, my whole reason for being here. You uh, know, I'm it occurs to, to you that the first person and only person you have asked about this is somebody who does not live here. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps <laughs> you might get more information from a local or at least someone who did not recently arrive in Oakhurst. Okay, well... I don't necessarily know that, so I'm going to go and try and talk to some people that, <laughs> that are around. I have no idea how long people have been here for. Uh, I'm going to approach the, the very uh, emotionally excited individual who's just walked into the bar, who's now sat down with some others, who I'm assuming she must know, considering how enthusiastic they all were to get to talk to each other. Yeah, maybe uh, that person so, will uh, tell us their name at some point. I don't know. So. Exactly. I did pay attention. So I, I will approach. Uh, I will approach this this figure and say and introduce myself. Hello there. Uh, my name is Maximilian Thundercliff, and I'm trying to find information about a couple of missing individuals. Are you from around these parts? Greetings, Maximilian Thundercliff. I am Velo, the less demonic. <laughs> so sad. And um, well, kind of from around these parts. I have a lot of 
opinions about these parts, which is in many ways the same the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, these people don't like demons. It's very sad. They're very into their harvests. I, I, I'm, I don't like this. They are a farming town, after all. I'm looking for the Hukriel family. Have you heard of them? Do they like demons? I don't know. I've never met them. Then I don't care about them. I don't okay. like them. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be very useful for me in this, in this uh, fact-finding mission. No. No, okay. I'm not. What's okay. your point? Okay. God damn it! I'm an emotional <laughs> issues just now. I don't need to be deterrogated. At this like point, this. Maximilian ever so slightly starts to back away. Wait a minute! He feels you said like the Hukriel family. The Hukriel? Do you know of the Hukriel family? <laughs> I've heard of them, possibly, okay. and I might have run across them in my criminal past. Oh, uh, this is interesting because two of them are missing. Do you happen to know anything about this, Tiff? Do you want to do a roll? We haven't done a roll yet. <laughs> okay. In Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, do you want to give me a history roll? So roll a d20 and then okay. add your history skill, and I will tell you what you know about the Ukriel family. I rolled an 18, and oh, my yes. history is zero. Okay. That's still, that's very good. Um, so uh, L totally knows about the Ukriel family. Anybody who would be traveling to Oakhurst would know about the Ukriel family. Uh, they're the big kind of rich merchant family uh, that has a lot of control over the economy of Oakhurst. And uh, they have a rather large, fancy uh, house across the street from the tavern. How could anyone be in Oakhurst and not know about them? Oh, the Ukriel family, of course! <laughs> and that's exactly what I said. All of that. Uh, well, it's up to you how much you want to relay to uh, oh, Maximilian okay. or what that sounds like. Uh-huh. Okay. I know this family... They, uh, they're very wealthy, and um, I don't know, if you just kind of glance out this tiny little tavern window, because everything's made of stone, that um, you can see that giant house there obstructing everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's where they live. Oh, live excellent. There. You've given yeah. me the exact information. You must be good friends of the Hukriel family to know so much about them. Nobody well, else in this goddamn place knows anything. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say we're friends. Uh, I think um, they've had me... I don't know, possibly help them acquire some wealth at some point. (laughs) You are exactly the type of person that I'm looking for, because there are two individuals missing, Taugen and Sharwin. That's a particularly difficult name to say. Uh, They are missing, and the Hukriel family is giving a uh, bounty of 250 gold for proof of their fate. Doesn't necessarily uh, need to be alive, but we could get a bonus if we were to find them as such. Would you be willing to join me? Uh, to go and talk to the Hukriel family, and I'm sure I could cut you in on any of the takings that we eventually find. <sighs> yeah, I think I, I think I would go with you to do that. Okay. Yeah, because I, I might be able to help you, and I have, uh, I've seen those people before, right? Have I? Can I say that? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I think you've... Sorry, which people have you seen before, um, Tiff? The people who are missing? Um, I don't know. I don't think you've seen them before. No, no? Nope. You okay, know the, you know their last name, but you don't know them. So. All right, yeah, I'll uh, I'll go with you, but I think it's better if you do all the talking. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, L, do you do you care about including your uh, your compatriot in this, or is this just a just a crime crime issue? <laughs> so. <laughs> I uh, you, I think that we are should. You, are you just going to rob Mike as soon as you leave the tavern? <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go, I I need to go um, talk to somebody over at the bar. Okay. I'm gonna go talk to um, I, I sorry, uh, Olena. <laughs> Olena, yeah. Olena, got it. <laughs> okay, well, I'll gather my things. I'll finish my drink, and we can meet at the the entrance to the bar and leave over together. Okay. Yeah, Mike, you should probably make a list of your possessions just in case we need to give all those to Tiff when you're dead. Yeah. Now yeah. that we know he <laughs> isn't playing his his gig tonight, that he has yeah. to wait a few days for the solstice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you were uh, you're appro- L. You're approaching Elena. Oh, okay. Hey. <gasps> fancy. Uh, fancy seeing you here. Oh, same. Likewise. What's so, uh, happening? I just uh, I just had an interesting conversation with um, this Maximilian fella over uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 oh, that guy. Okay. Where are you about talking about the, me? Uh, do you want no, to actually, we were talking about the uh, Hercule family. Who are they? And uh, I know <laughs> that, that you might have some history with them. I might? 
or I may not. Um, is How do this we a find that roll? out? Is this a dice roll? Uh, I, you know, you, you, do you want to? You can establish what you know about them. Slash, uh, if you if you want to know something that I know, you can ask for a dice roll. That would probably be history. I want I wanted it. That sounds fun. All right. Let's um, let's see if I can remember anything. It sounds like yep. a familiar name. Uh, oof, I have a seven plus one in history, so that's an eight. You think that they are important. You don't really remember why. Probably they have money. Mm, yeah, those guys. So, so um, yeah, I've, I, 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 this name sounds familiar, but I'm not quite uh, sure where to place them. Do you know anything about them? Uh, do you, don't you remember um, borrowing some of their money? <laughs> Oh, oh, that time. That those were the guys. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, why are you? Why did you want to talk to me about them now? Well, I seem to have found myself in a situation where I might be going over there, and I was wondering if you could provide some backup. Oh, oh, I can do that. I I, I have some really cool weapons right now that I'm dying to try. Um, <laughs> Also, I think we should get this dude. I've just met him. I think he's Furion or something like that. Uh, I think he might be useful. He knows a lot about everything. Do you think? Do you think he might help? Uh, you can ask him. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm thinking about also bringing my <gasps> my companion over there because he's a he's a big dude. And I, I, I think that's a good idea because I yeah. remember they had like loads of guards, right, or loads of bodyguards. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think muscle. doing this in a group would probably be be the best that sounds good hey mm -hmm. yo furian hey i uh, <laughs> hey. uh, uh we, we, do you need me what's what what's up well i was talking to l over here have you guys met yet oh no, no. i don't think we have hello i'm furian hi <laughs> i'm l l scorcho <laughs> um that's a beautiful Elle, name uh, thank you l has a really good idea here she i mean I, she want, I forgot what. She has a place to be and she needs some help uh, and a bit of muscle and a well read mind like yourself, I'm sure. Uh, what, we're what, going, are you asking me to join in an adventurer's quest? I, I, you seem to know a lot about everything. I think you might help, but it, it, if, even if you can help, it's strength in numbers. It, it's one of those situations. It doesn't even have to be that interesting. This place is so boring. I will do it. <laughs> Do you think we need any more people? Yeah, let me go talk to Knox. Hey, Knox. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, we're going to go across the street and um, oh, check out some stuff. She knows so, the big guy. Oh, I like this. You're coming this with is us. getting better. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, are we going to play some music for them or something? Is that kind of what's uh, going no, on? No, I just, I just want you to come with me and, you know, hold your guitar out, you know, in front of you. Just, oh, just in case. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. Cool, yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Velo, uh, no one has uh, no one has recruited you yet, but there's clearly a lot of exciting <laughs> things going on in, in the... Uh, sorry, is it Velo or Vilo? Velo. 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 Velo, sorry. Uh, Velo, uh, no one has uh, directly recruited you yet, but I am very confident in your ability to insert yourself into matters if you're so inclined. <laughs> I would like to order more drink from the bar. And so you do. I would like to drink that drink until I'm in a drunken stupor. Done. <laughs> and next? Please have her follow us. That would be awesome. <laughs> it's up to her. I really want to choose. No, no. I, I, I am just going to watch them out of the corner of Rye and see where they move and then drunkenly stumble afterwards. Sneakily. All right. Sneaky. The drunken. Alright, they seem to be heading out of the uh, the tavern unless there's any last business that needs to be happening here. Um, I, I think I should introduce myself to all these people. Um, so, um, uh, um, uh, Lyrixius, Narbat, uh, my friends call me Nox. You should all call me Nox. Uh, <laughs> very glad to This turned to into a real party, Elle. I thought that we were just heading over together and you seem to have recruited the entire bar on this quest. <laughs> You seem yeah, to be quite a popular one around these parts. I don't think you know this family well enough to... I don't know them at all, yeah. in fact. Yeah, you shouldn't go alone. Okay. It's a, it's a big house. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty I, strong, so... I'm kind of know. in the entertainment business, so you might have heard of me. Anyone who wants to is welcome to roll history and see if they've heard of Knox. Yep. Ooh, I want oh, to yes. do that. 
Hey. All right. Everybody oh, won. I rolled a one. I got a critical fail. It's my very first roll. Uh, I would say, in order for you to have heard of Nox, you need to roll a 20. How do I roll on the computer? Because I don't have nope. dice. What do, what do I type to roll? On the computer, you do that. Uh, on the computer thing, there's a little... This is the part of where we learn how to use roll 20. Uh, on There's a little die-shaped button. It's like bottom from the... Or next to one up from the bottom on the toolbar on the left, right? There's a chill bar? Oh, yep. I see it. Okay. Uh, and then yes. that shows you... <gasps> and then you can click a die. One... A d20? Yeah. Which one do I click? Two, Just three, click four, the d20. Five. Oh. listeners liz has rolled a one (laughs) we're in the one club now nobody has heard of us together you know what it's good to get it out of your system now so none of you have heard of Knox. it's up to you to determine if you if that is relayed in your communications or not just because potential demon worshiper i haven't heard of you have you considered Demon worship as an alternative career. A drunken, a drunken lady stumbles up from behind and says, hello. Well, I was more focusing on music as a first step. Um, I wouldn't rule anything out. If you just uh, go metal, de- you'll, demons- you know, you can just get in with that crew and you'll be great. Exactly. Yeah. They're very enthusiastic in the demon worshiping community for people who can actually play one of your string instrument things it's called a guitar (laughs) okay okay one of those and so uh your group continues to introduce themselves to each other and uh commit a variety of faux pas and uh, (laughs) mostly by Milo is you know perhaps just barely upright as you uh cross the street to the wealthy merchant house of the how are you pronouncing it mike uh, I have to look every time. Hercreal. The Hercreal family. Uh, an impressive estate just across the street from the tavern where you've all spent the last hour. Um, will the adventurers actually start the adventure? <laughs> will they spend more time doing things in Oakhurst? Or will they actually find out what the heck is going on? For more, tune in next time for Total Party Kill. Maybe we'll roll some dice next time. <laughs>